from One World Trade Center in Manhattan, overlooking dozens of golf courses that will never have us as members, this is the Golf Digest Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Golf Digest Podcast. I'm Corey Bradburn, and today's guest is none other than Holly Saunders. Holly pioneered our fitness issue in May of 2013. She spent three years at Golf Channel and just recently transitioned over to Fox, where she covers not only golf, but also the NFL. So without further ado, let's welcome Holly to the show. What is up, Corey? Like, this is, this is like having a conversation with a friend on the phone. Really <laughs> I know. I, I enjoy this a lot because we go way back. I've known you since you were like six years old, wasn't it? Yeah, there's there's definitely a few photos of, of us with some, some trophies uh, that we're holding up from some Ohio Junior Golf tournaments together. Some really bad <laughs> yeah. and some really crooked teeth and whatever, and some happy or not so happy parents. But it's <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's funny how it's a, it's a small world, but um, you know, really glad you can have uh, have some time to, to talk with us today. Um, and uh, yeah, it's been a big year for, for you. Uh, you've transitioned from, from Golf Channel to Fox. And um, what, what's, that, what's that been like for you? Yeah, it's been, it's been awesome, Corey, honestly. We never knew what to expect. Um, you know, it's hard to meet everybody. Um, everybody on your crew like twice and then basically do the Super Bowl of golf uh, with the U.S. Open. So we had yeah. the men's four ball together, uh, me, Joe, Greg, Julie, Brad, the entire crew, and, you know, basically said hello. And then we turned around. We're at Chambers Bay a month later and we're doing the U.S. Open. So we know uh, we're, we couldn't be prouder ever one of, of what we did. We know um, what we need to fix, where we need to improve. When you do something the first time, you're never perfect at it. Um, but we're, we're thrilled with, with how things went and, um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The NFL for me, that was another entire part of my deal. I, besides the golf, that was all new, but the NFL, um, was added to my contract. So I've done half the NFL season. It's been basically every other week as they kind of ease me into it. And that has been awesome. Like it's been incredible because every stadium is sold out. Um, everybody's loud. It's three hours of like action packed. It's just different than golf because golf lasts four days, and it's very quiet, and it's a very different kind of sport. But this sure. is, every Sunday, every the world stops for football, and it's been mm-hmm. really cool to be on the sidelines. Yeah, I can I can imagine that that seems like a just really really exciting atmosphere, and, and definitely a little different. What can fans expect? Uh, golf fans uh, expect next year in 2016 with Fox, with uh, with the U.S. Open and other USGA events that um, that we might not have seen this year? Uh, next year it's at Oakmont. The U.S. Open's at Oakmont, so we're back to a more traditional-style golf course. Chambers Bay was interesting because, again, it was the first one in the Pacific Northwest. Sure. And it was a link-style golf course, which is very different for the U.S. Open, which made it a little more difficult uh, for cameramen to follow the ball, and it was just very different. It was really hard to walk that golf course. Yeah. Um, so it made it more difficult on us just, just as far as the venue. Mm-hmm. So Oakmont will be back to that traditional country club. So we're really looking forward to that. It'll be nice and green and really uh, pretty for TV. And we always are working on uh, Fox is, you know, known for, for the high definition, like the best the best sound quality, the best picture quality mm-hmm. uh, of the network. So we're really working on all of our technology. Uh, this year, like we have the microphones inside the golf holes. So you could hear everything right inside the cup when the ball drops. Yeah. We're trying to work on a bunch of different things. So it's always like the up and up on technology. And it's basically us just getting to know each other better. We were at the Shark Shootout this past week in Naples. 
And uh, for one in the mornings for five hours, we just played the last two hours of the U.S. Open. We, we, we watched it all together and just talked about, you know, from a broadcast standpoint, what we can do better. And who sure. can jump in here, who can jump in there, because nobody really understands that when the announcers are talking, when Joe and Greg are talking, there's also Scott McCarron and Brad on the course and Corey Pavin. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to get that delicate balance of when to jump in and, you know, how to, how to get a really great flowing broadcast. So it's just working together. And unfortunately, we, we can't, we don't do it every day because we right. only have 11 USGA events. But um, it's, it'll be a lot smoother. Yeah, it's, uh, it sounds like you guys are uh, cramming for finals or something, <laughs> staying up till yeah, one in the morning. Like this year. <laughs> Next year, it'll, it'll be a little different. What's the what are some of the similarities and differences um, with you know interacting with NFL players versus pro golfers? What have you noticed that how how they interact with you? Um, you know how how they are on the sidelines. What what are, what are some of the big um, yeah similarities and differences there? Um, okay, so the many of the coaches and the quarterbacks and the kickers, I've been shocked how many of them have asked me to take pictures with them, and they're like, we <laughs> watch you all the time on Golf Channel because they're huge golfers. Yeah. Like these, these guys take their clubs with them when they travel, and they want to talk about different courses, and they, you know, like Norv Turner uh, from the Vikings, he sure. was on the sidelines with me, and I look over, and he's like acting like he's chipping, like chipping like a, like a wedge at me. It's just funny because they're so into it. Football is so... Um, the football circuit is so into the celebrity charity events, and they're really good golfers, like single-digit handicaps. Have, have you so played with anyone? What would you say? Have you played with anyone? No, I haven't played with anybody yet because they've been—they're super busy. Yeah. Like this this season, they get Mondays off, and then they're right back at it. So, yeah. And they're traveling, so maybe in the off season, I haven't played with any of them yet. Um, but anyhow, the the differences. Golf is an individual sport. And these guys in the NFL, it's all about team. And the other difference is, is that every single week, you never know if you're going to be injured. Every week, it's crazy how many people are in the uh, who go down with like a hamstring or it's a you know God forbid a concussion, but it right. happens. It's right. just something every week or a broken finger. Mm-hmm. Um, you never see that in golf. Have you have you interviewed anybody or someone who's been near an injury that's you know been kind of you know scary for lack of a better word? Yeah, I was there when I was actually shadowing Aaron Andrews. We were at the Philly game when they played, when the Eagles played the Cowboys. And it was early in the season when Tony Romo mm-hmm. um, broke his clavicle again. Yeah, oh, so yeah. I was there, and I saw how she handled that. And that was a really good um, thing for me to see because it showed me how to how to handle that kind of situation. Because that's really what a sideline reporter's job is, to keep an eye on the things you can't see for the booth. Right. So that's really you down on the field and especially injuries and what guys are seeing and to tell everybody at home uh, what you're seeing down there. So I was there for that. Um, nothing really scary yet. My first two games, I didn't have any injuries, and I was nervous about that because <laughs> that's my main job. Yeah. I, they kind of eased me into it. And then uh, it was the Bears game, the Bears-Vikings, and I think uh, there were like eight injuries. So, then uh, you know, you, you just get used to it. You get used to it. But it's really cool. And before you know it, the game's over. It goes so fast. Yeah. What do, you, what do you find is more more a bigger challenge? You obviously you grew up playing golf, um, not so much football, but you obviously have been very involved in, in watching or being a part of both sports. What what's more challenging for you as as a professional to to cover? Well, the only thing that that makes football a little more difficult is that I didn't play it. Um, <laughs> since I grew up playing golf and competitive golf, it's like a second language. Sure, and it's you too, Corey. I mean, you yep. know, 
it's just you know you pull out your nine iron and da, 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 and you know all the rules just because you did it and you played it and i have credibility in that area so that's one yep. thing that makes it easier to talk about golf like there's there's less preparation just because you know the game like the back of your hand but football i've really had to work and you know, spent Sundays watching every single game and um, all the games during the week because we have um, the NFL Game Pass, so we can watch anything back whenever we want to. So it's really been learning that trade. Um, yeah, from a more broadcasting standpoint and just getting to know the game because it, it's really hard to know all the rules and to know everything. So I've been working with Mike Pereira um, just to, game by game and, you know, what does this mean? And you need to have two feet in, college versus NFL. NFL yeah. You know, it's, it's just different. <laughs> What is a catch? <laughs> Does anybody know? Yeah. I'm not really sure. <laughs> Going back to back to the golf stuff, you've you've known a lot of the a lot of PGA Tour players for for a while now that you've been in, involved in the game basically your whole life. Um, yeah. Who are some of the guys that you've spent some time with outside of outside of tournaments, outside the ropes that that you know you have have a good relationship with, you're good friends with, and uh, what are they like? Everybody always asks, like, who were the good guys on the PGA Tour? And I can't, I can't even think of anybody who's a bad guy yeah. because these guys are so awesome. Um, I got to know a lot of them when we did our playing lessons, and the playing lessons took about six to eight hours to film. Sure. So I really got to know all of them, like Lee Westwood. Um, who else did we do? We did Jonas Blix. We did, I mean, some of the best players in the world. Yeah. Um, now I'm so far removed from it that I can't remember exactly who they are. Oh, it was like Lexi Thompson. And mm-hmm. the list goes on and on. It was somebody every week. But, like, Justin Rose is such a good guy. Gary Woodland's one of my, you know, closest friends. Uh, Graham McDowell's awesome. The guys that all live in Orlando here. Ian Poulter's over at Lake Nona. It's just, there's so many guys. And we loved having them in the studio, too. They were just um, a lot of fun, especially the European guys. Yeah. They, they were always up for, um, you know, showing some personality, um, going out, you know, with our crew afterwards, having a beer, doing whatever. So, oh, gosh, it's just a really long list. But the golfers are a lot of fun. Yeah, any any appropriate stories you can share with any any particular pros? <laughs> <laughs> um, the, um, the stories that you saw on playing lessons were about as far as I could go. Right. Unless this is like I don't know a nighttime podcast. <laughs> turns like Howard Stern style. I don't think I can share. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll keep it. We'll keep it PG just in case. Right. <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. All right. I, I had to ask, um, but. No, well, I, I commend you for asking. This is the journalist in you. I'm going to ask you, what, is, what has been the biggest challenge for you moving over to this side? That's a, that's a really interesting question. The biggest challenge for me uh, has just really been been understanding the pace at, at which everything goes. I mean, you know, tournaments move really fast, and especially, you know, on a Sunday when, when it's the back nine at a major, especially, you know, like the Masters of the U.S. Open, Yep. Uh, you really have to be on your toes and be be quick and ready to be able to react really fast and um, you know be ready for almost anything because uh, anything could happen in a split second and you have to be prepared for it. So I would say just you know being really sharp and being on your toes and making sure that you're you're ready for literally anything because who knows if Dustin Johnson's going to make or miss that three footer. You have to be ready for either way. So um, yep. yep, and then we're going to. Um... 18-hole playoff the next day if he does. So, yeah, exactly, exactly. Get a good night's so sleep. There's, like with football, there's one game going on, but with golf, you're showing different people at different points in their round um, in different places on different holes, and that's what makes the, the broadcast challenging and why I commend our coordinating producer, Mark Luma, so much because you're keeping track of 
Louis Oosthuizen, who is finishing, um, you know, five holes, six holes before Jordan Spieth. Yeah. And he could still be in it. You got to you got to keep an eye on him, and then you go backwards, and it's just it's incredible. Golf is so much fun. That final nine holes, you're exactly right of every single major. Yeah, it's it's always exciting to watch. Um, and you know, I remember we I think we did an interview with with Joe Buck um, a, a few months ago in one of our so issues. Awesome. Yeah, and he said he he brought up that that golf's a much more challenging sport to cover than anything else because you would think it'd be easier because there's only one one tournament going on, but everybody's on different holes and you don't right. really get a great close up view. It's not everything's on one field. Everybody's playing in the same like contained quarters. It's you know acres right. and acres really of space. Right so yeah, yeah, I can I could definitely see that being you know a challenge. And, and you rely on you know all these monitors in front of you, and who knows. You know, where it's definitely a very well produced, uh, well put together effort when when you can see it on TV and, and everybody knows what's yes. going on. So you got to pay attention to details. Yeah, because who's on fifteen? Who's on sixteen? What's his putt for? What does that get him to? There's just so many numbers that are involved. But football is, you know, it's a touchdown. And yeah. you know, it's an extra point. Yeah, it's right there in front of you. But uh, it's what makes golf special, and, mm-hmm. and the fact that it takes four days, the fact that it is, you know, five hours for a round. It's what makes golf different. It's, it's outdoors. It's what makes it special, you know. Yeah, totally. Um, are what's uh, are, is your role going to change uh, next year from what it was this year with, with, as far as the golf piece? I was. I had a different role in every single tournament that we covered. I was an interviewer. I was a reporter. I was in studio. I hosted the pregame. I hosted the postgame. I hosted. Uh, different guests in the studio during some of the shows so it just depends week to week this week this year was really about all of us figuring out where we fit in whether you know brad's better in studio or brad's better on the course and brad turned out to be an awesome on-course reporter and you just never know you never never know what we're going to do so this year um i'm traditionally uh, a host by trade a studio host that's where i spent most of my time and where i built my career Mm -hmm. but i'm up for trying anything new anything at all so um yeah we're all just still learning so um, yeah, still same role, interviewing, hosting. Um, what you never know; everything could change week to week. But I'm happy wherever they put me. <laughs> what haven't you done that you would like to do as far as a specific role? I would like to call golf at some point. I would really like to um, call a tournament, whether it's just you know one of the one of the girls' juniors or something like that. I would really like to um, to call golf, live golf. And do not, not of course, not on Joe's, um, Joe's scale because he's been doing it for, you know, 20, 30 years. Right. Uh, but I would just like to get into it and try it and um, become one of the female voices that way. I could see that being just really just a, another level of, uh, of tough. You know, you look at these guys that yep. are top of the, the line who do it, you know, the, the, the Joe Bucks, the Johnny Millers, the Nick Faldos. Yes. and and you just like it, it definitely gives you an appreciation it, it, it's easy to sit back and say oh well you know you blew that blew that moment or whatever but somebody else to try and get in there and do it i mean it I, oh and the timing yeah and just to make it flow and to make it you know so it doesn't sound strange like joe is so good joe doesn't even write anything down as, as far as like his open to the show like when you see him talking over uh, the images at the beginning that's just him that's just him coming up with it on the fly he's so good like he's he's so good and he's a real pro and you guys you feel like you've really started to come together as, as a unit as a group for yeah um, yes we at the end of the year the final event we did together was the u.s amateur 
in Chicago, mm-hmm. and uh, Bryson DeChambeau ended yep. up winning. And we really felt like we, we looked at each other afterwards just um, as a group, and we were like, we are so much better now than we were a month ago. Just because we have more events under our belt, it's really just repetition. I mean, a morning drive when uh, Gary, Eric, and I first started, there wasn't a flow, but we we had the ability to do it right. um, 250 days a year together. You know, and yeah. we worked it out. You do it every single day, and then you do it two hours a day, and you work it out, and it becomes something. But when you're only together uh, a handful of times a year, it's hard to get a flow. But we really felt like we improved um, just in the two months we were together this summer. I, I know I'm, for one, am very excited to see what 2016 brings for the Fox and the USGA. So, Thank you. Um, yeah, absolutely. And um, we'll let you go pretty soon here, but I want to ask a, a couple more questions. Um, now, you were the first person on Golf Digest to do a Golf Digest fitness issue. Uh, that was in mm-hmm. May of 2013. And so is there anything – obviously, you're, you're traveling, you're on the road a lot especially with golf and the NFL now. Um, is there any, are, are there any new workouts or fitness moves that you're doing to stay fit while you're on the road and traveling or any, any tips you would give somebody who is a pretty busy traveler, just quick stuff? I do a lot of stuff on my iPad, and I also bought like a, a little DVD player just so I can have it with me, like a little one. It's like just like a 10-inch screen where I can pop in, like if it's P90X or whatever you want to do that day, and you can do it in your room because you never know what the facility is going to be like at the hotel. I mean, you know, there are some pretty crappy ones out there. You get there, and you're like, oh, this is not what I was expecting. <laughs> so I do a lot of stuff in my, in my room. Plus, I don't really like to work out in front of everybody else. That I know, like I'm kind of shy that way. You know what I mean? Like yep. just doing squats in front of other people. It's just it's kind of. <laughs> I just like to do it in the, in the privacy of my room. So I sure. do a lot of stuff on my iPad. There's a lot of great stuff online, and uh, it's easy to find too. Whether you're into yoga or whether you're into you know like kickboxing, whatever it is, just do it in your room for 30 minutes. Just watch your diet, and you're set. I mean, most of it is about diet. That's what I will tell people. I mean, you can work out forever, but if you're not watching what you eat, you can forget it. That. So there's a layer of fat over your muscle. It doesn't. You're not going to see it anyhow. There you go. Uh, any, any. Before, keep that in mind. I know that you've always been super heavy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll just resurface some of those, uh, uh, you know, baby photos of. Didn't you say you did P90X? I, yeah, I did. Tell me that you started. You were part. You were a member of it, right? Yeah. No, I, I I did it a few times. It was it was great. Well, you look good. Hey, right, thanks. Nice to see you soon. Are you in New York now? I I am. Yep, New York City. Tell, tell Craig Bistrom I said hello and that he is allowed to come to my house again whenever he would like and take pictures of me um, <laughs> or any other spread. Uh, and <laughs> he and his friends are allowed in my bedroom to take photos of me because I trust them. <laughs> like they did last time. Also, um, your competitor, not to mention this, but I feel like I need to, is coming out with the most beautiful women in golf for the third year in a row, golf.com. Mm-hmm. And we did that shoot a while ago in Newport, so that'll be coming out. I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but that'll be coming out, I believe, in January. So so some new photos, um, but I do need to update my Twitter account, my Instagram account. Hopefully everybody will follow me, but I need to up- update it and get it all rolling. I'm just not, I'm not sure what I can... Uh, put on the internet as far as I'm not sure yet with the NFL, like when I have meetings with the players, I don't know what I'm allowed to put up. I don't know what I'm allowed to report yet. So this ball, I've just kind of taken it easy and step back. Yeah. And some... just, you know, I don't want to break any news. I'm not supposed to break yet. And just sure. kind of just watching my manners here. Mm-hmm. I'm a newbie. I'm the rookie. And uh, I'm taking, you know, 
examples from everybody else right now, especially Chris Myers, who is uh, excellent on social media. He's an excellent reporter, excellent uh, journalist. So he's helped me out a lot. It's been really nice uh, working with him. It's just everybody there is so good. Everybody's such a pro. Awesome. Well, Holly, thanks so much for joining me today okay. in, in studio. It was great to talk to you. And uh, don't be a stranger to New York. I will not. I will not be a stranger to New York. And um, I get—I mean, we can talk whenever we're not doing a podcast. You can call me whenever you want. And I hope that um, Jill and Rich are doing well. Those are your parents. And Chloe. Thank you. And same, same to your parents. And you don't remember mine. That's fine. I will <laughs> tell Dan and Sandy that you forgot their names. <laughs> That's ouch. <laughs> It's okay, Corey. It's been a while. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Anytime. All right, Holly. Take care. Corey, I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right. Bye. All right. Thanks again to Holly for joining us here on our Golf Digest podcast. Uh, please stay tuned next week to see who our guests will be. And until then, head on over to iTunes to leave us a preferably five-star review um, and give us a rating, uh, positive or negative. We definitely appreciate the feedback. And uh, if you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. See you next week.